yeah, we got to get rid of the, the king, the czars, and, and all these people ruling over us. Okay, so what'd you get? Way worse. Um, and so you come back and you look at uh, where we're at today. Um, are we even in America being conned with this idea of go in and have a constitutional convention and rewrite everything? Are we being baited to allow these globalists to come in and, and change rules completely? Because it doesn't work anymore. That was all. Maybe uh, it does work. They're just not enforcing the rules the way it was designed in the first place. So uh, that's kind of this moment. I mean, I, I know I bounced around a little bit. At the end of the day, who benefits? The devil benefits if America's off uh, tied up in another war, if America uses its armaments against Russia. Russia and the United States actually are natural allies. Most people don't know that. Uh, on multiple levels, there are natural allies. It's uh, the Brits and uh, a group of globalists who want to control the energy flow into Europe and who's going to make the money off of the energy going into Europe. Because energy makes the world go round. Uh, everything starts with energy. So if you control the energy going into a re an area, you control the resources, you control the politics, you control the people, you control the food, everything. Control the energy supply. And that group, that Eurocentric group, wants to control which path the energy comes in and how they can get a piece of the action there for the next 100 years. And that's what this is really all about. Uh, America is being used to do somebody else's dirty uh, business and uh, uh, we should not be that naive as to what's going on here including within our political establishment uh, who's who's ultimately benefiting uh, you know with the way the politics are being run in America uh, uh, controlling energy uh, that's that's the real question and by the way of course Brennan over there at CIA he was the station chief in Saudi Arabia, uh, put in there during the Obama administration, questionable whether he actually qualified to be there. Uh, and so whose interests were helped during the Obama administration? You know, that was uh, really very favorable to the Saudis. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, all of these questions revolve in large measure around uh, around who's going to be the energy supplier to the world. And last thing, and then I'll let you talk there, I apologize, but just uh, getting a lot of things out there for your audience. When Trump came into power, and as, as Obama was uh, campaigning and, and helping uh, Biden out at the end, you know, he, he made comments about how, you know, how are you going to turn the energy supply on in America overnight? It's not going to happen overnight. You can't get it turned on. Trump came in, and in two and a half years, we went from being uh, dependent on foreign energy to function as a country yeah. to being an exporter of oil and gas. First time in 60, 70 years for America. We have plenty of energy. We've just been cut off from it by political bullshit. Trump mm. opened it back up and uh, uh, let the guys loose. And uh, they went crazy and got plenty of oil out of America to be exporting energy. Uh, as Biden came into office, uh, they shut it down. They shut it down almost instantaneously. And by the way, 
same thing as Obama had done when he came into power, shut it all down. Uh, and that made us dependent on Mideast oil uh, once again and, and yeah. oil from other places yeah. around the world. Um, so again, it's energy is at the core of all these things, all the big money that comes from energy. A lot of people don't know this, but you know, uh, Aramco, Arab American Oil Corporation, who's the American side? That's uh, Standard Oil, that's Rockefeller family, that's that whole group and crew. Yeah. And it comes into US trusts tax free. Yeah. Hey, hey, Juan, Juan, I just wanted to you, interrupt for just a know. quick second because I'm I'm yeah, yeah. I'm back and we're finally live back on Rumble and uh, Facebook and other channels like five five different places. But um, anybody who wants to see the first part of this is gonna have to go to the other video. So I had to relaunch everything. We've got tornado sirens and thunderstorms here in Plano, Texas. But I'm uh, I'm counting on the Lord to allow us to continue to to go keep live here and do praise and prayer after after Juan. But Juan, thank you so much for being here we're kind of talking about the the whole history of ukraine and big oil and and the, the the cabal and how they control things and and really kind of how we can call down this uh this war and avoid this war so go ahead and continue Juan. well i think i i not to repeat it for the people that may have been there and the rest of it uh, the short version is uh we're being scammed in this ukraine situation yes and America is, um, right now, we're only putting up our treasure. Uh, you know, we've put up $110 billion, depending on whose way of accounting you want to go with thus far, and money and armaments like that. And by the way, most of that money hasn't gone to armaments. It's gone into government accounts that has been put into bond issues uh, essentially standing by for when the arms might show up. So uh, then those government instruments out of the Ukraine, you know, something similar to a sovereign wealth fund uh, in a lot of countries, they're reinvesting it on behalf of the Ukrainian people uh, so it's available when the armaments become available. In the meantime, they're investing it in markets around the world. So when you hear about this group called FTX, with the cryptos and all this money they had and then they were loaning it out uh, to various friendly groups and they were making campaign donations to various uh, uh, political uh, action committees and groups uh, so they could get to the politicians. Mm -hmm. The money that went to, FT, uh, went to Ukraine was being put into the markets invested with people like FTX, that's just the one you heard about, and then laundered back to the campaigns of politicians and uh, interests around the Western world that suited these people's interests. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's one of the problems, you know, uh, you give a bunch of money to different groups and uh, politicians trying to, you know, get the guy, right guy elected and everything else. And then you think that it's it's other people just like you that are investing on the other side. Uh, you're conservative, they're liberal, you know, Democrat, Republican, whatever. And what you're going to find out, what we've been finding out, is that no, you're not competing with other Americans. You're competing with your own money that went into the tax system 
and then got given by politicians of a particular brand to operations like the Ukraine, and then is being filtered and sifted back through, you know, uh, $1,000 a year tax money ends up going to Ukraine so that 50 or or $100 of it can find its way back to a couple of politicians here. Yeah. And everybody mm-hmm. in the interim before it gets there is taking a piece, taking a piece, taking a piece. They're selling you out for pennies on the dollar. They're selling out their birthright as Americans for a little bit of porridge for one meal uh, so they can do fine at the expense of everybody else because uh, it's not their kid that's going to go die in the Ukraine. And even if it isn't American kids right now necessarily, it will be soon enough. They have their way. Yeah. In other words, there's a mercenary that uh, a contractor that uh, uh, went to Ukraine to help fight. He, you know, they paid him good money, but he also believed they were, you know, righteous cause. He gets over, spends a little time, sees what the truth of the fact of the matter is, and uh, he surrenders, defects to the Russians. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, you know, excuse excuse the language. He but was, you know he, what? Was, he felt safer uh, with the Russians, area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he he said, you know, this is what's going on here is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it doesn't stop here. So now what they're talking about is that we need to begin to uh, set money aside. Uh, you know, now that Ukraine's all destroyed, you know, uh, uh, our ambassadors talking to their ambassador uh, the other day, Lavrov. Lincoln and Lavrov at the G20 meeting. And, you know, he's telling Lavrov, you know, you guys ought to just uh, work a deal now and stop before and it's not worth it and everything else. Let's work it out. Okay. So let's say that uh, Russia and uh, us here at the U.S., because NATO is really the U.S. Everybody else is an also ran. Uh, we work it out. Well, now they're floating out there that uh, they need $349 billion to rebuild Ukraine. Seriously. And who's paying that? Us, out of the West. Yeah. It won't be most of those countries in Europe. It'll be the U.S. Mm-hmm. U.S. taxpayers, they're already getting set up to do the ask. They didn't even spend all the money we gave them on arms, supposedly for arms, for the war. We gave Ukraine more money since the start of the war a year ago than the entire defense budget for Russia. Yeah. Russia's entire defense budget is $82 billion. We gave them 110 and we're not done. And it didn't go for weapons. It went into investments. So they'd have it to buy weapons because there's not enough weapons available right now in the world as it is to get quickly. Yeah. You just you have to let that sink in. It went to money laundering. Yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, Juan, I wanted to see if a few people, I know, Gus, you, I think you had a question. I wanted to get a few questions in here. I think this whole sure. theme we're trying to keep on is the war and avoiding the war. But uh, go ahead, Gus. No, it was good, Juan. When we lost Rick, you were just doing so well. I said, let him roll. <laughs> You're getting a lot of good intel there. Um, I know there's some prophecies out there regarding poking the bear. They've been poking the bear for a long time, haven't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, I guess the other thing, just to keep short, is uh, there's a lot of talk about Putin's health out there, that he's not good, 
you know, he could die, whatever. Is there any, do you know yourself if there's any truth to that or if that's just propaganda? Um, I have to be a little bit uh, measured in responding to that. Yeah. Um, because I have a lot of uh, pretty good close contacts from uh, the era just prior to and after the collapse of the Soviet Union and uh, that are in you know pretty heady places. And I've talked about that in the past. Now we're entering a different era where uh, we're now um, full on, we're in a type of almost undeclared but real war with Russia right now. And um, so, yes. uh, you know, are you, uh, uh, even in, in, you know, having a contact or sharing a contact, is that somehow uh, no longer acceptable? Um, that said, uh, uh, we know that uh, Putin is struggling harder than is alluded to here in the West. Uh, and it, uh, the Russians have amazing medical understanding and capability. So, you know, you can't dismiss, um, you know, their ability to treat cancers and other things. Mm -hmm. um, even then, you know, uh, life is a fragile thing. And uh, even with the best of everything, um, you know, some things are in God's hands. Mm -hmm. Putin himself, let me, let's, let's just go to Putin's mentality. Putin knows that even in a perfect world, um, he is uh, losing his grip on things. So what Putin is doing is he, he knows that the line of succession is currently aimed towards Medvedev. Uh, they've been doing this back and forth with Medvedev and him for president uh, to meet the law. And the Russian people, it's really not even who's the president as much as it is what's the, the situation with the people. And I say this even aimed at our audience here, uh, primarily Americans um, with the right propaganda, with the right Fifth Avenue. You can be amped up to believe almost anything. And you say, no, 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 that's not true. Yeah, 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 it is true. They control all the media here in the West. If, they, if there's members within the information pools that are able to put things out that aren't the main approved thing, mm -hmm. do you get the numbers? Do you get the opportunity to fully explain your logic or is it you know one of those things where um in the information war for your mind your heart your soul uh from 50 different ways they got 48 of them and they can control what you see and think enough that um you're you're gonna buy into the illusion if nothing else maybe you don't nine out of ten of your neighbors do so who's going to win the discussion the ones that listen to you know the rest of the media and believe it um you're going to be the oddball you're going to be so with that in mind uh uh revolutions 
and civil wars are one on the numbers. And uh, whoever's got the larger portion of the population, the manufacturing base, uh, tends to win in these things. And uh, so now you go to the Russian people. Where are the Russian people at in this current situation in Ukraine? If you go poll in the streets, not the polls that you're hearing, or the information you're hearing in the West, the Russian people are defecting and they're, you know, ready to go fight Putin and take everything down. Uh, Western tripe. In the Soviet Union, uh, when it fell, the people had turned against the government. Uh, it happened over a period of about uh, a decade. Um, in Russia today, the people are solidly behind the uh, Russian government, Putin, Lavrov, etc. And they're behind them because they see an existential threat. That threat is an extinction level type of horde that wears Nazi swastikas and tattoos that think Hitler was God's gift to mankind. Yeah coming at them over the border and they see behind them, they see this picayune, um, small, um, almost idiotic, foolish group uh, in the schoolyard, but with the biggest bully around right behind them with a sledgehammer for a bat. And that's uh, NATO and uh, precisely the U.S., they see that coming at them. Yeah. They see this as something, and, and they have a recent, fresh memory. When the Soviet Union fell, the Western aid that came in to help Russia was playboy, was business people ready to... Uh, uh, rape the country of anything that wasn't nailed down mm -hmm. that had any value in the West uh, even the stuff in Ukraine all the weapon systems just being sold anything to just stay alive nice girls nice girls were selling themselves to husbands anywhere in the world they could get hoping they could make themselves attractive to a husband in the U.S but they take wherever there was a little bit of money that would keep a cash flow going back home. To the family, um, survival of the family. To the families. Yep. And then within their own country, uh, especially in the satellites around the periphery, any Russian girl that was available that they could get their hands on, they were snatching them up and moving them into the Mideast, into uh, North and South Africa, across uh, Africa, and into Asia too, and selling them for sex lives. Okay, uh, it was brutal. They the the country and 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 the women were looking to leave the country because the men were so uh, damaged and hurt. Look, they lost Afghanistan. The things that happened to their soldiers in Afghanistan are beyond belief. Uh, in in many cases, they came back like we did from Vietnam, tail between their legs. And then there's no work. There wasn't any good work. The only people that had work were, were mobsters and mobs. Uh, the military personnel in Russia 
waited eight and nine months to get one month's paycheck. That's how bad it was. The country was was on the ropes. So they have this recent history within a generation of something worse than the American Depression. Wow. Actually, several times worse mm -hmm. than the American Depression. And then 50 years before that, 45 years before that, that had happened at the end of World War II. So it's a double hit. They're very, it's very fresh, open wound. And the under Putin and Lavrov, or Putin and uh, Medvedev, mm -hmm. uh, they rebuilt their personal pride, um, uh, you know, uh, not in a negative way, but, um, you know, a professional, uh, they could hold their head up, they could bring a check home to their family, they could uh, put bread on the table, they could have children, the children would actually have clothes and shoes on their feet and heat in the house. Uh, they got respect uh, restored in the world. They tried to play the game with the West with energy. They uh, pulled themselves up. They stopped uh, having to bring in uh, wheat from outside and up their farming techniques and practices and uh, systematically got the country back on its feet. The Russian people are very aware that it was the policies where Putin went in and these oligarchs aided by Western people, that these former KGB people that suddenly become, you know, worth hundreds of millions and even billions of dollars uh, through graft and corruption internally, they systematically got taken out. Putin dealt with them and they went to prison or they changed the way they did business mm -hmm. and uh, did it in a way that wasn't the crime family mentality brought law and order back inside the country um the russian people recognize that they recognize that they had to stand together against this western onslaught that somehow thought they were just going to wipe them out uh forever mm -hmm. so now you look at the russian people not their leaders and Right now, the Russian people, if you poll them, they're actually a little bit upset with Putin. Why? Because they think he's being too soft on Ukraine, <laughs> being too soft on NATO. Look, he just moved, you know, it was 300 nuclear weapons into Belarus for tactical nuclear weapons uh, to spread those forces out in the region. Uh, that's being too soft. He's, uh, you know, you listen to any crap you want to listen to here in the West about how the war is going in Ukraine. Uh, Russia went in, got the bio labs, secured the nuclear site. You know, in, in Ukraine, uh, the IAEA inspectors, the International Atomic Energy Administration inspectors, were there in, in uh, the largest running nuclear plant there in Ukraine. And they saw that there was uh, people from the uh, Zelensky uh, crowd that were trying to set the reactor up to um, go into a uh, meltdown condition, uh, same as Chernobyl. And so they contacted the Russians. Russians sent in uh, a special military group and uh, took control of the reactor and stopped a meltdown that probably would have put a hundred million people into flight 
to get out of the heart of Europe. <laughs> and, you see, and you think the elites were doing that on purpose, Juan? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because the, the uh, wind flow goes predominantly to the uh, east there in that uh, region. You'd have had it get up into the rest of Western Europe and all that. But this was to create a crisis that uh, the whole world would, would see as Russia creating this crisis. And they were going to blame it on Russia uh, to melt down this reactor. And it was actually the Zelensky people. You know, Putin has said he's going to have um, Nuremberg. uh, Nuremberg type trials mm -hmm. in the Donbass. And he's getting ready with with soldiers that have been taken prisoners, Western personnel that have been taken captive in the area and then uh all the records from these bio labs and the and the handful of doctors that they captured to explain what was going on in those western financed and assisted uh research labs across the ukraine so with that in mind uh they want to have gitmo type trials in the donbass military trials for the whole world to see what was really going on there uh that crowd around Zelensky which is really a Western uh, Global East the Davos World Economic Forum, uh, you know, American politicians, by the way, crowd. Uh, uh, they want that melted down before they can get, get to those kind of trials, and it's coming. Yeah. And, and so uh, uh, having a nuclear event or baiting us into an exchange of tactical nuclear weapons in the region would suit the purposes of these globalists who want the crime scene burnt down. They don't want the you know, Nuremberg trials, right? <laughs> they don't want them, and they, and they want to, you know, Ukraine is a crime scene. It's where the money laundering is happening for the political operations and the, yeah. and the business operations around the, the Western world. So uh, what they need is they need um, this... Uh, whole thing now burnt down. It's like a, the mob, you know, burns down the sporting goods store or the restaurant after they've gone in and ripped off the inventory and run the receipts to the moon and they got, you know, three or four insurance policies on it and now you burn it down. What's the insurance policy on, on Ukraine? Oh, we're going to have to rebuild. It's going to cost $349 billion. Oh, really? Well, if they say it's going to cost $349 billion, you can increase that by four times. Mm -hmm. That's the entry price before they're done they'll have america putting out a trillion or more to rebuild it it'll be two trillion you know it'll be some astronomical number uh and uh you know it, it's because now it's essentially blown to smithereens anyway and and by the way uh putin didn't do all the blasting there in the ukraine what he did is he went into those biolabs and he did a slow retreat who blasted everything apart in the infrastructure in Ukraine? <laughs> Zelensky's people. They were they were the ones that were blowing it up. They were using their weapons to blow it up, supposedly driving the Russians out. Well, yeah, the Russians would make sure they were close to certain things, and most of the the armaments that were expended there, or the uh, you know Ukrainian armament, uh, blowing up their own neighborhood. Yeah, so, exactly. Hey, hey, one just doing to... a slow retreat. I wanted to get to the hope that we have in Christ and calling this down. Uh, many of the prophetic words are saying that. But before before I go there, I just wanted to say Viva Las Vegas had a question as well. So why don't we sneak that one in? Sure. Can you just need to unmute? But via Las uh, Vegas, via Vegas. Hi, Juan. 
Hi. Uh, I, hi. Yeah, it, just for a short, it just makes me wonder who's going to profit off of this in the end, like the Rothschilds always had um, both sides of the war, and they profited off of it. But I have another question for you, and it has to do with the Q Research Board. A lot of us really woke up with the Q Research Board and then the independent journalists that would go out and do the deep digging and taught us how to do it. But when when you're, I'm from Tulsa and I have friends that um, are close to the reawakening and I've watched General Flynn and he, he says there's not a plan to save the world. There's not a military operation. But everything that I've looked at, everything that I've listened to, I can't, in my deepest part of my heart, there's a military operation out there besides what the boots on the ground are doing. I just wanted to know what you think. Well, a couple of things. First off, let me premise it by saying I did, uh, between two different broadcasts that were widely put out there, spend almost five and a half hours uh, back when Flynn was under indictment and uh, uh, looked like he was almost certainly going to jail for the rest of his life. I did five and a half hours in two broadcasts specifically explaining uh, General Flynn's life, his history, um, the uh, amazing work that he did, um, and his role as a patriot uh, in this bigger picture. And so uh, I'm a huge fan of General Flynn and the family, and I, I deal with the guys there. That said, now let me say the rest of it. Uh, uh, General Flynn, uh, what is, you know, his early life, he's a Democrat. He was put in place there in those positions by Democrats. Obama and, and uh, uh, promoted up through the ranks. Uh, he did campaign for President Trump uh, in the 2015-16 era as a Democrat supporter of Trump uh, uh, from the military side. Um, so you kind of have to put that, but it's his family. He was raised Democrat. That's what they were, and he wasn't going to change. He's since, you know, gone to the independent, uh, more conservative side. All but right. with all of that in mind... Um, he uh, uh, was only briefly there in the earliest phase of the uh, Trump administration before he was, you know, viciously uh, attacked. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to talk specifically getting into uh, the Q stuff, uh, I would just say it this way. That project... Uh, it's not an individual, it's a team. Mm -hmm. And they've been in play for a very long time. Most people think it just showed up on the scene. Uh, the history goes back radically further than you know. Hundred years and has been more. acknowledged. And so uh, uh, to, uh, you know, Korean War era. And uh, the you have to think of what transpired there, kind of like sourdough. Uh, I have sourdough starter, and if I'm not around, I have to have somebody else make sure it's kept current because I can't let it uh, just sit for you know weeks at a time or something. I got to keep feeding it, keep it fresh. 
but I love it when you go camping. There's nothing beats uh, sourdough and fresh uh, wild berries if you can find them wherever you're at. You know, a nice fall camping trip and like that. And so um, it's a starter. And it isn't, you know, that, that sourdough starter isn't the whole bread, isn't the whole pancake mix. You then have to bring in stuff later to, to make it work. One of the things that's been not understood with all, within the whole Q operation, it will be understood better at some later point in time, mm-hmm. is that uh, it is a starter, it's a primer for other thought to get this out into a broader, larger amount of the population. Uh, it's not the whole pie, if you will. And if you think about where most people in this audience were, let's say, just pick a number 10 years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago, even two or three years ago, uh, with their understanding of the way the world really works in the political realm, in the business realm, in the uh, military realm, in the finance, currencies, etc., uh, things that you know I may have understood just because of the work I did and the people that I. Uh, grew up around, interacted with at an early age, and and then work that I did. I've understood stuff in a different zone than ninety nine plus percent of the population. Yeah, we were exposure. all asleep. <laughs> well, I and I and let me just say this: I wouldn't, I don't like to use asleep necessarily right. because cool. you weren't exposed to it, and it didn't really matter. You know, you're living life; you're trying to keep bread on the table Uh, there's people like my buddy larry abraham and and gary allen in the 60s and early 70s uh the book none dare call it conspiracy uh they had 15 million books in print in the paperback version and about a million in the hardbound uh over a two-decade period uh it's a phenomenal number i mean it's when you get right down to it it's an amazing phenomenal number people understood things to a certain point in time. However, their understanding was really based on an understanding of things up to and immediately after uh, President Kennedy uh, was assassinated mm-hmm. and really ended in most conversations somewhere in the Nixon era and just after up to the uh, um, uh church committee committee hearings and the information that came out there even larry up until the time they died he had lots of great intel and insight through his business contacts etc but he'd be the first one to explain that the system had become far more careful about letting details out uh uh especially after the creation of ses and you know i remember one of our last conversations while he was alive before he passed away here uh, a decade ago, uh, you know, and I was explaining the SES operations to him, uh, and we were comparing notes on things from the uh, 90s and post 9-11 stuff, and it was stuff that really um, he couldn't stay current on except in the broader principles because it was moving past him. It was a, it was coming for a different era. So what what is the role 
that we have. And I'm going to get back to Flynn in just a moment. I'm just trying to kind of dance around so you kind of get this mental picture. Um, the uh, Q operation was about educating, uh, putting the primer, the sourdough starter into the mix for this generation right now. Mm-hmm. And queuing you up to understand who's really your enemy, your friends, what their real objectives are versus what you're being told, uh, what the stakes are. It's a primer. It's, it's, it's intended to go in there and percolate uh, and grow. And so it's like yeast out into the dough of America. And uh, on a much larger scale, you can critique and poo-poo and everything. Uh, uh, didn't go anywhere. Nothing happened. They're wrong on the dates. Uh, with a bunch of hopium, etc. You know what? Out across the country at the street level, uh, a very, very, very much larger swath of the American people and people around the world understand the fight we're in uh, than would have happened if you didn't have this Q operation in play. No question. And they're they're some of the most active and fighting right now at the local levels. I think that's Flynn's point, right? He wants us to fight at the local level. Well, hold on. Let me me finish this point (laughs) here. I want to finish this point because I think this is really important. Okay. And I want people to slow down and think about this for a second. Okay. You may have a lot of people that don't want to hear anything cute haven't really paid that close of attention they were too late to the game to catch up because uh it really uh the people that got it early the early adopters they it was aimed at a gamer community one of the things i told people really even from the first weeks is that it is aimed at a very young crowd uh that ultimately you know it was like a video game you had to figure out how to break a code. You had to figure out how to see past certain things. You had to have your eyes and ears open mm-hmm. to see things, even in your own community that you might not have seen at first sight, and then share it to a broader audience that isn't right there. Made a lot of these people reporters, digital reporters, and then people have access within a specific company or, or different operations, and they'd share that information with other gamers who could then build on it and put the pieces together to fix this puzzle. Right. So you trained people to do the work, do the research. They grew up on that. You know, the, the scripture is train a child up in the way he should go and he will not depart from it in old age. Mm-hmm. I even go back to my understanding, you know, with non conspiracy and reading it, uh, you know, at a very young age, younger than most, most of the people that would be readers on this stuff and grasping those concepts and how it affected the rest of the way I saw everything. What happened within that crowd that many of them were young teenagers up into the college years. Okay. There may have been a few people who were older, obviously, and some even much older uh, like myself that were, you know, tracking things very carefully, but the weight, the majority of the crowd was a 30 and under crowd, uh, probably two thirds plus. 
Um, I didn't realize it was that, that young. Crowd, That's interesting. That crowd, yes. That crowd now has seven years under their belt, or five years under their belt. Where it's over, it'll be another couple of years. So why is that important? Because now they're talking to people around them. They're not even saying Q, Q, Q with people around them, but they are sifting in understanding and concepts, etc., that uh, are societal level now, so that this conversation has matured in ways that wouldn't have happened without that, that background in those drops, uh, those pieces of information to get people you know, started. And uh, we have a different type of a body politic of a national, uh, you know, way of looking at things. It created a context where there's a lot of similarities in the way that people talk, look at things, that they become a core. Now, as things like the Ukraine happen, we have the underbuilt understanding that we've can do research and get to truths, that all things are not as they seem, that the media players that should be working in the interests of the American people are bought and paid for and yes. controlled by uh, political groups inside the intelligence uh, community, yes. uh, inside the political community. And that has done its work. It has allowed a generation, a good portion of it, coming into their maturing years, they now are having their babies. They are now reaching an age where they got to consider where they're going to put their money for retirement and whether it's going to be secure there or not. Uh, they've bought their first house, many of them. Uh, they're, you know, having to think about, you know, what's the value of an education in the world the way it is right now. And it's affected their uh choices, their decisions. Um, belief is the driver of, of, of uh oh, somebody's saying no sound the second I'm I think that okay. just, just let me know if your sound's working on uh, Rumble and uh, Facebook uh, put uh, one on there. I think I think it's working. So just uh, wanted to All make right. sure. Go ahead everybody. Let me know. All right. Belief is the driver of action. I said that in one of my articles years ago. Belief is the driver of action. What you believe is the basis for why you do things, whether it's faith, politics, business, uh, personal choices. What you believe affects how you make decisions and how you act your life out. So getting um, a solid core of the population to understand these things to affect their belief systems um, has had a huge impact on uh, how this generation is going to view events and then act on it. And it may seem like it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you it's a tidal wave. It's a, it's a tsunami that's coming. The understanding of the American people is being driven not by the media at this point, so much as this undercurrent from core people who do get it, who are talking at the street level, the community level, the family level, the business level, the church level, mm -hmm. and 
are having more intelligent conversations, more informed conversations in defiance of the mainstream media, the social media, where they're stopped from having the conversation. Um, and ultimately, we are winning right now. Uh, so then I come back to General Flynn. Mm -hmm. uh, was he ever on the inside of that operation? No. He was not. He was already under attack long before that was uh, put into the public. He was never within that team ever. Yep. And so he's as much an observer as anybody out there. Uh, was he invited uh, to any role? No, he's, he's under uh, uh, intense attack and uh, fighting his own survival. Uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, he's done it um, beautifully. I'm a fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not criticizing anything he's done. Even getting out there and, and uh, getting paid to do some speeches and like that and to interact with the public, that is a, a major undertaking, a major full-time job uh, to rally the troops, explain some things, uh, be in the public eye. I don't think people realize how wearing that is not just on an individual but a family should he's not a spring chicken he's tough as nails but you know that's that's a huge part of your life to dedicate uh and he didn't ask to be in that position uh having to be in the public limelight this particular way you know guys like him are trained to stay in the background stay out of the light a bit um don't make waves that get out into the political world uh so his life since 2017 has been completely flipped upside down as well as his family so uh he has done an amazing job of helping americans understand the plight that we're in and by the way i have people that work with him uh you know closely during much of his career and they will tell you to a person. I don't know any of them that will tell you anything other than this is a guy that's an amazing patriot and uh, somebody they enjoyed working for. I have other friends that, you know, I mean, I, I uh, you know, just buried one the other day uh, that would say, well, you know, I don't know if I'd want to have him as president. I don't know if I'd want him, you know, I, I wouldn't mind him as a senator. I don't think he's who I want for president. Okay. Uh not because he's not a fan, but he didn't, he didn't see the world the same way as General Flynn does in some ways. But uh, Patriot, never even a question. Yeah. So you got, you got a lot of the audience there, too. And I, I want people in this audience especially, let's be careful that you see things differently. doesn't mean that uh, you have to knife somebody in the back. Uh, even within the church, you can have differences of opinions uh, just as the apostles apostles did and they go about the ministry and and uh they don't see completely exactly eye to eye the other side of the coin is i would throw right back at you john 17 one of the most important chapters if i was going to encourage this audience to read some chapter of the bible tonight today go read john 17 christ just finished the passover dinner and then he goes out and he's in the garden and he prays and he prays for 
this people that would arise out of this death experience at the cross that he was about to go into. This is his last prayer before going to the cross. Mm -hmm. And he prays that his people would be one, this church would be one, that they would be united. That's, that's really the prayer for us today, that through all of these things, all of these trials, these tribulations that we're in and, and that are deepening by the day now, that God's children, this church that is the church that Christ died on the cross to uh, bring into being, um, these, this collection of believers, that they would be one in him. Uh, that there would be unity. Um, you know, that was the thing that Lincoln was, you know, preserved was the union. Uh, they're trying to send us into civil war. Is it only at the nation state level that, that the devil wants us in civil war? No, he wants us in civil war within the churches. Uh, he wants us in civil war in the politics. He wants us divided within every household, every family. Uh, that's his signature, is chaos and discord uh, and decay itself, death. So if you want to be on God's side of this, you're on the side of life, you're on the side of unity, you're on the side of uh, community and coalition uh, uh, that fights this this discord um those that would want to find a way to put you know the q community against general flynn or vice versa yeah it's you know that's that's not you know there's something from the very outset look if you don't see it the same way does that mean that i got to attack them there's very few people that have been as um straightforward as articulate and as engaged consistently over the last five years as uh, as general flynn you know we are we are uh well served by a true patriot by the way he's conducted himself presented himself and been in the fight if he doesn't see some things well he wasn't uh placed in the fight from that direction Army guys see things from the ground. Air Force guys see things from the air. Navy guys see things from the water. Space Force guys see them from all different directions. And the Marines get there first. <laughs> That's a good point. You guys are Marines. <laughs> if, you're Q, if you're Q community, you're Marines. There you go. <laughs> now, I love that, uh, Juan. That, that's a fantastic uh, analysis. Because uh, I've traveled with the Reawaken Tour and see Flynn. Had, he's been on the show several times, uh, at least interviewed him several times. And, um, you know, he's, got, he's, he's getting people involved at the local level, and he, he wants people to focus on that right now, right? But that's a great perspective. Oh, yeah. Great perspective. Um, I wanted to just ask you a little bit about this whole, as somebody comes into your picture, to, to swim. <laughs> 
Oops, they're coming toward you now. Watch that. <laughs> All right, so uh, so one is 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 it? Uh, I follow Drew Green, Amanda Grace, Robin Bolt. Some of these prophetic words. I don't know if you. I don't know if you follow, but a lot of them are, especially Julie Green's, really hitting the war and how we need to call it down, and that it, God is going to not allow them to have the World War Three that they want at this point in time. I just don't know if you have any perspective on that. Well, okay. Um, uh, this is a really. Uh, I, I'd like everybody to just take a breath. You know, there's fifty thousand opinions here. I get all that. Uh, I know that I'm speaking mostly to a church community, mm-hmm. so uh, with your audience. So let me just let me just say this: um, We're in the march right now to Armageddon, and along the way, there will be wars and rumors of wars and actual wars uh there's a lot of trauma and a lot of uh chaos death destruction uh war coming um i see america's role in that differently than most of the people that are out there uh and in fact you know there's a there's a uh principle judgment begins in the house of the lord amen um god cleanses his own house uh christ cleanses his own church uh before um he goes out and does judgment into the rest of the world um and even what's coming right now so you know we have this this revival that is uh, coming. We've had the uh, uh, Jesus uh, Revolution movie that's come out in the last few days. I loved it. Um, so there's all sorts of things happening societally. And I've talked about it for the last uh, number of years mm-hmm. that there is a, um, I don't like to use the term revival myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be accurate in some places, but there's a move of God that is um, a mark of the turning point uh, within what's going to happen in America and even across the world uh, that will not be um, faked. It won't be Fifth Avenue. It won't be the approved Hollywood version. Mm -hmm. Um, That move is... Uh, just at the earliest moments of happening right now across America, even mm-hmm. within the Q operation, uh, it's heavily referenced um, uh, aspects that and scripture included in the Q team's presentations. Yeah, Ephesians and, uh, and the armor of God, like like 12 times or something like that, right? <laughs> yes, and, mm-hmm. and this is an important point. Uh America was conned and diverted and taken down a path that wasn't fully natural for America. Uh, There was a very intense, um, proactive operation that's been taking place uh, over, you know, a long period of time, arguably, you know, millennia but uh you know last hundred years really 
that's taken us in very bizarre directions we wouldn't otherwise have gone into. And that uh, has matured, uh, ripened during especially the last, uh, you know, 20, 30 years. Uh, this, this moment is not about a revival necessarily in America. It may not be that many of the mainline churches, all these dead bones, get flesh on them and rise again. Um, this is something fresh and new. This is not going to happen through old wineskins. This is new wine. There's a move of God that is breaking forth and will continue to break forth. And I would argue that, uh, in fact, my friend uh, Chris Eric's, uh, Erickson, uh, uh, Baby Trump, he did a, a broadcast on this the other day. We talked about it before he did it. And uh, I think he did a, a, a very coherent presentation about this Asbury revival and the people that are leading it. And I think there's questions uh, as to the motives and the validity of um, aspects of that revival. Uh, I I disagree with that completely. I, I heard Baby Trump's presentation disagree with it completely. That was a movement of massive numbers of students and God moving. And I know we have different opinions, but that was that. Well, was no, a, I mean, let me let me qualify. Yeah. This is where I was going. Yeah. I think that there's a, a percentage of it that may very well be the case. Uh, I think that the overall movement, as it happens, no matter what the enemy throws in, to try to take this one off track, to capture it, right, will fail miserably. We That's agreed, why. Agree with that, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. And 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 I'll tell you why. And this is this is what I told uh, Chris, and and I've repeated right. it several times in, in broadcasts over the last couple of weeks. We know that there are people. I spoke with one of them myself that have had real miracles that have occurred exactly um, in the course of this. Yes. Uh, signs and wonders following. Yes. One of the things that people mm -hmm. uh, forget about during the uh, uh, time when the apostles were out ministering, there were other people that were trying to do similar things, trying to do uh, their own versions of miracles, trying to do their own versions of uh, some uh, sorcery, witchcraft, and did that take anything from what happened with the apostles and the way that they functioned? No, it didn't diminish or dilute it at all. Yeah, because always when people try to were presented, right? <laughs> when right. people were presented with the fake versus the real, even these people that were magicians that were faking these things turned to the apostles and wanted to know if they could buy yeah. the secrets to what they were doing. And they told them, uh, your money die with you. Yes. This is a move of God that will not be able to be counterfeited. Amen. And it will be so immense, so deep, that uh, it would be uh, surprising if the devil didn't try exactly. to capture it with some of his crowd and divert it. Mm -hmm. um, but so do I think that there's a portion of it that's, that's uh, uh, being... Uh, 
here's here's my concern. There's some people that may be involved in this that aren't even Christian, that aren't doing it for the right purposes. Yes. Here's here's my warning. That's with every to those movement. People. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here, here's my warning to those people. Right. Um, God will not be mocked. Mm-hmm. God himself is behind this move that's happening now that's only in the earliest stages. Mm-hmm. And those that might get in the way, try to um, uh, subvert it, capture it, sidetrack it, uh, they and their covens and all their witchcraft and all their sorcery will be ground to powder. God himself mm-hmm. will do it. He will not allow them in because this is actually a true move of God's spirit in the hearts and minds of people. Uh, and it's a very real one. They will cast out demons. They will uh, have the signs and wonders, real miracles uh, of healing, uh, restored limbs even, things that most people in a modern mind are just like, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? Uh, Real cancers dropping off. Um, And uh, that will be a mark of the move of God and his presence that cannot be faked uh, in what's what's happening. And then those people that are leading the falsehoods, they'll be ground to powder in the course of this. They, God's, God's work won't be diminished at all. They will be. And that's um, what I love about having so, you on one. So, is, is well, that, and I just want, I just want to make sure just so people understand, yeah. mm-hmm. I, it's not that... I, I have serious concerns. Chris voiced some extremely good concerns, but that doesn't mean that it's not a valid move. There may be components. There may be places. There may be people Mm -hmm. where they've injected themselves into even leadership. I got to tell you this story. This is, this is, this will put it in perspective where I'm going on this. Okay. Um, Years ago, gosh, I think it's been 40 years ago. Uh, I could have even been 50 actually or 25 yeah probably 50 50 years ago I think it was in Cleveland I, as I recall was the city where this happened and somebody out there in the audience probably know it uh, directly there was a guy uh, that was a pastor in a inner city uh, church in a kind of a depressed community and uh, uh of course, Detroit had gone through its problems and, and stuff like that. And Cleveland was really gone through its problems. And by the way, if you ever get a chance to go to the Ford Museum in Cleveland, that's one of my favorite museums oh, really? on the planet. Oh, my gosh. I think it's, I, I personally think it's maybe the best museum of this type in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, trains and cars and household items. I, I could spend a week there just going through. Um, so uh, in this inner city church, this pastor is uh, become well known within the community, praying for people and, and having healing services and everything. And uh, uh, occasionally, uh, oftentimes during services where he's praying for people, um, the blood of Christ would appear, you know, on a potty part or on their head or something. And there'd be, and, and it would uh, 
be a, a, a sign that, you know, Christ is touching them and they're healed and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, later, uh, and, and then uh, some reporters got a hold of this and he's got this huge growing group and church and he's getting all this money and people throw their drugs on the stage and they, you know, uh, lives are changed and all that. And he's doing rehab centers and helping all sorts of things. Well, then somebody, uh, and I think it was a pissed off girlfriend, uh, gets a reporter. And so they track him and they follow him after his services. And he's taking the drugs that people have thrown on the stage and he's going out to the, uh, other areas in another area. And he's got, you know, prostitutes that he's given the drugs to and he's, Wow. You know, leading an entirely different life, and it's just horrible. Oh, wow. Um, so he gets eventually caught up in, in some illegality and gets arrested and goes to jail. Mm -hmm. So then uh, the reporter is interviewing people that had been affected by this. You know, he'd done this long series on this whole thing. And he gets to this one woman. And... She says, and she'd been healed miraculously uh, of some dire illness where she's in the wheelchair and the whole schmear, and it's, it's very, very serious stuff, and it's been going on for a very long time. And so the reporter gets to her, and she says, you know, I know everything that they said about him is true, and it's very sad. But I got to tell you, when I went to that church... I didn't go there to get healed by a man. Mm -hmm. I went there to get healed by Jesus. Yes. Amen. And I was there in faith and all these things. I'm not, I'm not questioning the truth of any of it. I think the reporter did a amazing job putting it all together mm -hmm. and all the people that were hurt by this person's actions and lies and everything else. I get all that, but he didn't heal me and my healing isn't going away because of what you've discovered jesus healed me and i know that this blood that appeared the reporter had shown how there's a guy up in the rafters uh in the top of the church and he's got night properties you know got marks on the you know thing that he can see when the people are saying right but he lets a little eye drop of chicken blood go down and you know it's just chicken blood, you know, and they've done DNA and shown his chicken blood and all this. So uh, she knew all of the chicanery. Right. But her healing was real because she went there. She was conned to get there. She was manipulated to get there. But she did get there, and it was uh, her faith, uh her focus on Jesus mm -hmm. and she did get healed even in that crooked environment. Uh, Jesus somehow found her and, and she had a very, very serious um, illness of some sort and somebody probably in the audience will pull it up and, and point us Amen. to the articles about it. Yeah. Um, I think that's really part of what's going on here. There's a desire, um, a move within the population, not just in America, but across the world, especially in the aftermath of this planned demic to, and the consequences of it, that, that people are 
seeing every day with with people dying every day uh the consequences of this uh, vaccine um they yes. are understanding that they're under attack and that only god himself in many cases now can preserve them mm-hmm. from the consequences of what happened what yeah. they were conned into just like these guys conning in that church that mm-hmm. pastor and all his little helpers conning people in that church the guy in the rafters with the chicken blood mm-hmm. A lot of people have been conned into positions that they wouldn't have gone to except the con was so good, the Ponzi scheme was so good, the scam was so uh, pervasive, and now they're left with the consequences of it. Just like that woman, the only true healer that can help them, whether it be financial repercussions and provision or physical healing, or even uh, in your spirit, how many people have lost faith uh, in anything or anyone in this period of time? Friends, uh, especially within this community where they feel isolated because most of their friends think they're nuts for, say, believing in a Q thing or, uh, you know, a Trump thing or something like that. They've been isolated. election fraud. Um, (laughs) Election fraud, et cetera, yes. Jehovah Rapha. Uh, and so only God himself, <laughs> only God himself can really help with some of what needs to be done yes. to get them back on track at this point in time. And that is, uh, if, if you're praying, just like that woman, if, you know, I, I've said this also to audiences, you know, what we don't need right now is some new guru to come out of this move of God. And I don't think there will be a one. There may be several but the, the aftermath of this move of God, usually a revival is like one place. It's like one tiny group, one individual, and they're leading right. a revival. It's a ten thing. This is a broader, all across the map, multiple people. Nobody gets to own it. Um, yes, uh, amen. The Spirit of God moving mm-hmm. uh, and people... Um, acting at a at more of a street level to convey understanding, to pray the prayer of faith, to lead other people. It's like a wind across the country that can't be contained into just any one group or even church or whatever. And for all, and that's why I say if, if there's some uh, microcosm of, of, individuals that think <clears throat> that they can capture and own what God himself has ordained <laughs> to be done uh, to breathe life into America and to use America in this greater mission during these increasingly troubling times to make us an oasis in the desert uh, as you know, bringing life to the world. Uh, no man's going to be able to stop that. And the con, the exposing of the con and the people involved, the uh, arrests and trials to come uh, that are referenced throughout the entire Q work is part of that because the magic, the mystery, the con itself 
and those involved in that deception at all these different levels uh, are about to be exposed. And that is part of the groundwork, the premise for this uh, turn to God Almighty in heaven, because the stakes are for the entire planet. This is not just a game of men and machines and politics and uh, laws of man. This is um, uh, at some higher level for the planet between Satan himself and God Almighty for the planet and the descendants of Adam, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, these children of the promise that inherit this world uh, and worlds to come um, because God ordained it. Yeah, and that's what I love about your faith, uh, um, Juan. And, and I think that's a good way to summarize this, and we'd love to pray for you before you have to go. Um, but, and I'd just like to confirm that 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 people falling in fear about the World War III is kind of what Satan wants and what the elites want, right? To stay out of that fear and stay in faith and get close to God, hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken is really the solution um, that we should be taking as a remnant. Do you, do you agree with that? I do. And let me just add this one thing. You know, um, Christ himself told us there will be wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. Uh, war is coming because this is the situation we're in on the planet. Some bad people were able to get in positions to do some very bad stuff in our name as a country using our resources. So we have some um, guilt to own in the way things have happened and been conducted across the planet here, you know, over the last many decades. And we haven't been very good at capturing and stopping and unwinding some of these things so far. So you've planted a crop, you know, somebody did it, uh, sow the wind, reap, reap the whirlwind. We've got some serious moments ahead. Uh, that said, um, it's, 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 it's why I was saying there's, it's not about gurus. Your relationship with God is your relationship. You can't put it off on anybody else, not even a spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, and God is as serious as you are. So if you're not really that serious and you're just playing at this, you're probably going to get, you know, an answer that's equivalent to your own, um, you know, seriousness. If, if you're, uh, want to be on the right side of history, if you want to be in God's camp, then you need to be talking directly to God himself, not to a guru. Look, mm -hmm. the answer that I or any other man could give you is still in the flesh. It's still within our own little circles of knowledge. Yes. Um, yes. Is, it, is it precise to any member of your audience each of us have unique things about our responsibilities kids grandkids uh elderly parents um your own skill sets things that you have to offer the world uh 
you know, that uh, whether it's just a way that you conduct farming with no plow or something versus plowing all the dust up and, and letting the topsoil go away or the cancer cure or the way to make a energy system that can be used for space travel or something like that. Uh, you know, some of the cures that, that might be within your audience are so precise. You just happen to be the one neighbor or parent that knows how to communicate with a child that's been damaged by the vaccines or that through no fault of its own has chemical damage in the system and doesn't function just right. But you're the one person that smiles and loves them and gives them a little something to look forward to every day. That's, that's a miracle cure for uh, a broken person. Mm -hmm. uh, does it have to be, you know, there's a saying, he who saves one life, it's as though he saved the whole world. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're, um, if you're honorable, if you're uh, diligent with what one little thing God gave you, be it the smallest seed that you have to add to the world around you, you know, sometimes it's just a smile to the right person and it changes that other person's whole day uh, and leads to changing their whole life. Um, whatever you have, you got to sift it in and then God blesses it and multiplies it and you add your piece and other people add their piece and it's a few drops here and there and eventually you add a stream and and eventually a river if you're going to change the planet we're going to do it one person at a time do your part and and then are you going to do it all by yourself you can do it with god's assistance if you want god's help you want to be on god's team you got to talk with god directly I you don't find it. a guru you don't do it through a neighbor it's, it's a personal god for every person god is there he's as faithful he's as diligent he's as serious as you are yes and once you've accepted him as your savior and get the holy spirit you can use your authority in christ to to call for what you uh what god wants on this earth and what you want on this earth right and that's why i ask people to let's pray this war down let's pray peace let's pray for the fall of the cabal and the remnant to come in and take all over all seven mountains of cultural influence. <laughs> That's where I'm leading this team, uh, Juan. <laughs> well, and 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 all I'm, all I'm saying too is that um, uh, whatever happens in this current moment, and I am praying against war in the Ukraine uh, and speaking against it also because Good. war there at this point is almost certainly nuclear. And I've, I've said for many, many years before mm -hmm. this is over, it'll be a Cuban Missile Crisis type of event. You Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, said the same thing uh, yeah. uh, a year ago before they invaded Ukraine. This is going to end up in being a Cuban Missile Crisis type of moment, Yes, event. And That's scare. So, that may be the scare. The scare, scare event it, is necessary. It, it, well, and again... Uh, fortunately, with the Cuban Missile Crisis, it didn't actually end up in nuclear war. That said, uh, we get uh, our leadership here in America politically, the financial crowd, these globalista that want uh, some kind of an economic world 
conflict, uh, they get gain from it, military conflict. Uh, we'll get that under control. Ultimately, however, we're in a fight for the planet. And I, I don't think uh, that it is um, realistic to say that we're going to pray Armageddon into the next millennia from here. We are in a particular moment in time. This contest is set. The wheels are in motion. And we need to understand that whatever we do to buy time right now uh, is to get on a proper setting to uh, be on the right side of history moving forward. And right now, if somebody was to look at this after the dust settles 100 years from now or 1,000 years from now, I think that there would be plenty of blame to be set on America specifically through its leadership and the various mechanisms that are captured in the way America functions Yes, uh, to put the blame on us. We need to recapture control, and we're in the process of it. Yes, uh, These House committee hearings like that are part of that uh, so that these things are these evils are not done in our name marching the world and i don't say world war three to world war four world war three is over we want it soviet union doesn't exist anymore yeah. uh that was the amazing thing we did it without uh, a nuclear confrontation mm -hmm. um we're in world war four force number foundation I know it's not popular, and you're not going to make that everybody say it that way, and it'll be World War III. But I'm just telling you, we 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 postponed, if you want to put it this way, World War III for an entire generation. Yeah. Can we postpone it another generation, another, and stitch them together? Maybe we can. Um, I'm skeptical of that myself, but I will tell you, it is a worthy, holy cause, because uh, when it finally happens, if these people pull it off, the number of deaths will be staggering, and it will only be a precursor to further war. It won't be the war to end all wars. Mm -hmm. It will be a waypoint to a series of wars that will be very destructive on the planet, uh, leading to an Armageddon-type scenario. Uh, you know, uh, who, which life, which family that lived over the last 30 to 40 years, depending on how you want to measure it, uh, since we started pulling the teeth of the bear and uh, uh, brought that bear to its knees uh, with the collapse of the Soviet Union, the evil empire. Um, whose life was the one that was worth saving of the millions that might have died if we hadn't succeeded then. Um, and then at this moment in time, by the way, you asked about Putin. Putin knows he has a limited time at this point in time. Mm -hmm. uh, the Soviet, the, the Russian people are saying that he's being too soft. Uh, uh, Medvedev is considered um, much firmer, much more resolute than Putin is. Mm -hmm. He's considered a hardliner, a hawk. 
and he's ready to go to war and go much more quickly, much more readily than Putin. It's a good cop, bad cop scenario. If we're able to pull this off now, we have time to maybe work a deal and create a type of a Mexican standoff that maybe we buy a decade before it erupts again. Maybe it's only five, six years, but that's a critical five or six years while we get our own house in order and then go out to help the rest of the world. The, the, uh, the great harvest. That's a perfect time for the great harvest, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And that's that's what we have right now. And there's a move of God happening. Um, get our own situation stabilized and then go out and help the rest of the world. That's, that's this moment we're in. I'm praying that we uh, do, in fact, have this move of God, that justice becomes the outcry throughout America um, for justice to be done for those that have led us astray uh, uh, through corrupt practices, through um, uh, corruption in the electorate, uh, uh, corruption in the way that our military assets have been deployed and used, yes. that they will be um, taken under control by the people that uh, the Constitution would be uh, enforced once again, and that the will of the American people would be uh, in line with God's will and then enforced accordingly, uh, not rule by men, but rule by law. We have beautiful laws in our Constitution that are not being uh, honored and enforced. So justice in God's heaven, there is no shadow of injustice or imperfection. We seek to be like God in seeking the, the perfection that comes from being aligned with the divine, uh, being aligned with God's purposes. If we want things to go well, we do things as God wills them to be so that we are servants of truth and justice and that that is our goal that hasn't been the case with america for a long period of time no question we have to we have to turn to god's way of doing things which includes seeing justice done at all levels yes and not a two-tiered justice system uh you know where an elite class uh gets to get away with things and anybody else uh, suffers uh, double, triple, quadruple. Uh, the January 6th stuff is a is a perfect example of these injustices being uh, levied uh, through the courts as though these were terrorists and, uh, Crazy. you know, 9-11 uh, stuff and all that. So with, with all of that in mind, now if we begin to have justice internally as a nation and we see arrests, we see Gitmo, we see uh, uh, the falsehoods and the fakery and the silencing of the discussions of the citizens. We see that all put to an end, including, and first of all in the church, this is my warning, this is where I was going a minute ago. In the course of a move of God, call it a revival if you want, 
God in a true revival, in a true wave of move of God, will wipe the chessboard of all those fakers, all those yes. con artists, all those sorcerers and magicians. They'll be showing out. You want to get in the game? You want to pretend to be in the league with God? Go out there and try to get to the front of the crowd to be one of the leaders and watch what happens next. God himself will deal with those people yes. when he's doing a true move and that's what's coming. That's what's actually already just started. So the concerns that Chris had, I get them completely. Mm -hmm. They're not unfounded, so do I, but yeah. they will not be controlling elements in what's about to happen. God himself will deal with that. And if you're concerned about it, you should pray about it. God, give us sound leaders mm -hmm. who truly know your word, mm -hmm. who are uh, operating according to your will. Uh, and those that are uh, mixed, uh, that are uh, captured, that are like the guy I talked about in Cleveland, you know, two-faced, one way, one group, a different way, uh, as soon as he's got the drugs that people have thrown on the, to the front porch of the uh, service and, and going and, and living a whole different life, that they would be exposed, that they would be uh, uh taken out of commission and uh, I will tell you that in that area while it suffered for a period of time other true ministers God brought them in did a real work he will not be mocked this is something that's real yes and that's what this moment's about get on the right side of history if you if you have doubts pray about it get to God himself directly personally and be part of the fix I love it you don't just don't just pandering about it. Get in there and get on the right side. Do yeah. something. Hey, anyway. Juan, would you would you mind maybe having uh, praying for us and then letting us pray for you um, to wrap sure. this up? Sure, love it. Okay, yeah, I will. Father God, I pray for each and every person hearing this broadcast right now. You're a personal God. You know the mechanics of every galaxy flying off across in space. You understand the mysteries of the physics and time. You walk across time. Your servants walk across time like others walk across the street. Your mind is in all these places simultaneously. There is no distance from the beginning to the end for you. You see it all simultaneously. And in the midst of all that, you know where each person in this audience is, what's going on in their life, the challenges, the frustrations, the angst. You know their thoughts, their failures, and their victories to get to this moment in their life, this very second. I pray that you would bring it all into focus for each and every one in this audience right now, that you would give them clarity of thought, clarity of vision and purpose of your role for them in what's about to happen in the world and what's about to happen in their own life, in their own community, the people around them, that you would give them provision in the form of information, provision in the form of resources 
finances to be an oasis of life and truth and beauty to those around them in a world in turmoil in the midst of of storm-like events and destruction and chaos that you would make each person in this audience an oasis of the waters of life that you can pour out through them through their life to the people around them to bring sustenance and life and beauty in the community around them where they can affect right now that this change in the world this move of your spirit in the world comes through your servants and these in this audience that are your servants would be those wellsprings of your life and those that may not know precisely whether they're in right relationship with you i pray that you would give them understanding and knowledge in their heart and their mind to see you clearly and to focus on you clearly that you would be lifted up in their life jesus and that you would speak individually to them through your word through your ministers through your prophets through places that they may not even have ever expected it through the mouths of babes but that they would hear your voice clearly on your purposes for their life and how they are to act and function to be in your will to affect this world to bring about the changes to retake this planet that was stolen from us through satan and his purposes and restored through you jesus christ that you would restore in each one of these people their understanding of their place in the history of mankind from adam forward their place in taking this planet and being part of a godly future uh of blessing of people and nations beyond these trials and tribulations that are coming uh beyond this chaos that the devil would have for the world and all of his his minions and servants that in the midst of all of this as the evil is rising up around us you're raising up your banner your wave of your people your disciples to bring peace to the world wholeness health in the midst of all of this conflict and that we win they lose your children are on the winning team every person in this audience that they would be on the winning team with us on the road to victory eternally in Jesus name by the blood of Christ be saved and healed and whole and go about the work of God in your home your life your community your family in Jesus name amen amen wow hey hey Juan I wanted to do one other thing that I just make sure that I, I hate that I forget this sometimes but I wanted to make sure that people knows how they can go um, connect with you and get and get get the Jennifer stuff etc so can we just flip over to that just real quick and then we'll yeah, pray it, for you it's simple just uh, go over to thejennifermack.com and she's got stuff there on her site uh, the Megador jacket actually I've got it here on the beach with me here today right now this, this is a great jacket if you haven't seen it yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's, oh yeah, there we awesome. go. Uh, yeah, she's got a bunch of cool stuff there. The Trump is the megador. There you go. The deep state brand on the bull. Uh huh. Uh, that's a lot of fun stuff there. But uh, I don't know. I, I wear this. I wear this all the time. I just love this jacket. So now, anyway, you, you can go on her site see it better. Is, she's did got did I get other... this right? It says "Be deliciously healthy." News is that right? 
Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Awesome. The Jennifer Mac.com. She's got a couple different things there. And, okay. Um, I don't really. There's there's um, a jacket. I just wanted to show everybody that. I don't really communicate uh, much with folks. I don't have, um, honestly, uh, the time. I enjoy it when I do get the chance to, but mm -hmm. but uh, I just, um, I just, you know, I have a. Um, uh, a pretty tough situation here as far as uh, available time in the course of the day and and uh, so Makes even though sense. i'm enjoying where i'm at right this second i've had a very uh, eventful uh several days and and uh um i don't see any of it lightening up for you know at least a couple of weeks here um so uh getting to communicate all that just isn't really an option for me i apologize no problem. So I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. Uh, so please, please go to uh, Jennifer, uh, uh, the T H E the Jennifer Mac M A C uh, dot com. Yeah. And support Juan yeah. and his uh, and uh, fiance, right? Or when's the big date? <laughs> yeah, the 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 former future uh, Mrs. Salmon. Yeah. Awesome. That so that's awesome. Uh, no, 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 no dates announced yet. <laughs> uh, well. I can tell you that she is Mrs. Seven at this point in time, but ah. we'll do something uh, for more folks at a, at a different time. I just, that's awesome. Um, Congratulations. I have not had uh, any time to do, uh, to be distracted, honestly. And I just, I, I um, to do a, a broader event or something like that. At some point in the future, we'll, we'll do something with uh, some other folks, but uh, you know, I'm, it's not hyperbole I'm, I'm you know there's a lot that's going on that just has to be addressed and for some reason i find myself in the midst of much of it and i'm thankful for that opportunity mm -hmm. um but to slow down uh i will tell you this that that um i am very uh blessed <laughs> to have met somebody in the course of uh, uh other things that uh I've been doing and need to be done and um uh that's uh something that you know i would hope for everybody in the audience here that uh, if they haven't met their mate that uh in the course of doing what god puts in front of you and doing the right thing that they'll meet um that right person for themselves and if they've already met that mate that they'll uh you know find ways uh you know to deepen that relationship and find reasons to you know it is a it is a work <laughs> there's yeah. you know there's a lot goes into it but uh uh you you know the beatles said it right uh, the love you get is equal to the love you give so get to work i love it hey anything specific for you or jennifer that we specifically can pray for you know um I think like everyone, uh, we are all very uh, focused, taxed uh, to, um, I, I, it concerns me all the time that we don't get to everybody we need to get to. Mm -hmm. And so we're pedaling as fast as we can to help people to understand 
the the situation we're in as a country, as a world, um, some of the pieces, how we got there. I have a huge focus within the election integrity stuff and the um, candidates uh, for office because um, uh, your life is managed and controlled by this common government yeah. that we've agreed to. And so a lot of Christians have the attitude, you know, I hate politics, I hate all politicians, I don't have anything to do with it, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, get outside the church. You might hear the same thing from people, I hate all churches, I hate all, mm. you know, church people, I hate because they're blah, blah, blah. You can pick a lot of different groups and make those kinds of attacks. And the reality is those are the parts that make society work. They're part of the infrastructure yes. of how people can live and work together. And they come together in coalitions of a church, a um, range of organization, farmers co-op, uh, uh, business alliances, uh, community, PTA, uh, to keep the schools on point, etc. Those are all pieces that make it possible for people to live together in society. Uh, you may think it's, you know, sounds like a great idea to go off and live by yourself out in Timbuktu, but even those guys that are living out there with uh, next to nothing, they got a stove that was built in a factory somewhere that's providing them heat. They're getting gas or oil from someplace else where people are working together and have roads to transport it to get it to them. Uh, you know, no man is an island. Um, uh, and at the core for society, uh, the biggest part, you know, pieces in the net really come down to political. And if you have a captured political um, uh, operation in the country, if by hook and crook, whether it's Al Capone internally or uh, other mobsters or a nation state level attack, uh, it's an act of war. Mm -hmm. And an act of war has taken place against the people of this nation uh, on how they function and get to interact with each other by cooked elections, stolen elections, uh, putting people into power that, that aren't getting there legitimately. And it's affecting the way our country works. It's causing people to lose a faith in the ability to have society to even be able to operate together that when when the politics get corrupted or become uh, weakened to a certain point, then the mobsters rule, the, the gangs rule. That's what happened in Russia. The oligarchs, it was a criminal uh, element mm -hmm. of mobsters started running the country and, and Putin had to go in and take them down. Yeah. You have an oligarchy of political and uh, institutional monsters running various agencies that you want to talk about the insurrection uh, you know Trump needed to sign the insurrection act well who are the insurrectionists the head of the FBI the head of the CIA the head of the NSA the head of the NRO the head of CISPA the cyber intelligence security organization who refused to give their findings to President Trump and to the uh, Congress and other people before they did the January 6th vote. 
refused to give it to them, even though they were under orders, a direct order, an executive order, to provide the information whether there was foreign interference in the election in 2020. Right. And they were supposed to give that within 45 days. So they were in defiance of an order. That's insubordination. That's treason. That's, that's uh, if you were military, that's a court martialable offense. Right. And we can't get to justice in the country. Uh, so the work that I'm doing is to try to see to it that somehow uh, various different methods, the Brunson cases, not just one, uh, that uh, get heard that the Supreme Court might take action, but more importantly, that our fellow citizens even understand the problem correctly mm -hmm. as a starting place. And so if anything's a prayer there, that uh, we'd be able to be more effective than ever in messaging and having the conversations as a starting place. You know, myself, I'm, I'm fine. I'm thankful. Uh, I'm glad to be able to even talk with your audience and others. Uh, if I'm asking for more, it's just to be as effective as possible at getting the message out and, uh, uh, you know, staying viable to do it as long as uh, God wills. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, Gus, maybe you can start with prayer. I'll end it. If somebody, if anyone wants to pray in between, do you have another seven or eight minutes here, uh, Juan, for us to pray for you? Sure. Okay. And uh, I just want to let everybody know we are going to go to praise and prayer. It's going to be a, a lot later than we normally start. I just wanted to make sure we just really got some good time with Juan. It's so special to have him because of his biblical perspective and his love of the Lord. And so, um, with that, um, Gus, would you mind uh, lifting um, Juan up? I'd love to lift Juan up. Um, Abba, Father, what can we say about Juan O'Saban? He's such a fighter in this battle, this war, Lord, for our planet. This war to take over control of our planet. He's just such, um, although there's no gurus, um, he is definitely an influence in this whole scheme of things that's happening here he keeps people even kiltered uh helps people to stay focused where they need to stay focused on you lord because he always directs people back to you in yes. his analogies uh he always reverts to biblical metaphor and and things that that are drawn from your wisdom lord from heavenly and divine wisdom uh lord so for that i pray that you you continue to bless him uh, bless him with wisdom and knowledge. Uh, bless him with the gifts of, gifts of the Spirit, Lord, that wherever he goes, wherever he lays hands on, wherever he touches, Lord, is blessed. Everywhere he, his feet step, Lord, let it be claimed for your kingdom. Uh, Lord, we pray for his, his marriage, his relationship <clears throat> with Jennifer Mack. Lord, we pray that it's a threefold cord. I know, feel certain it is, uh, that you bless that relationship, Lord. Uh, and Lord, I pray that everything in his efforts for voter fraud, Lord, be blessed. Mm -hmm. uh, that you that you give him favor where he needs favor and a span of influence uh, to to carry out everything, not just the voter fraud, but every all the aspects of what he's working on in this this battle that we're having. Uh, Lord, <clears throat> you just pray that you continue to bless him. Uh, and bless Jennifer Mack in all their endeavors. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
anybody else like to pray? Rick, I know we have a lot of. Uh, Can you hear me? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Heavenly Father, I just give you thanks for the time that we've had with with Juan, and also for what Rick has done to bring all this together. We thank you for it, Lord. We lift you up. We give you the praise, honor, and glory for all that is going on, and we ask that you would be with us and help us and guide us on our path as we work all work together and stand in unity with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank amen. you so much. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Amen. You know we have lots of prayer warriors back here, Juan, but I know we're a little late too. I'd like to pray. Go ahead. Yes. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for the time that we've had to learn and grow with the words that one has to give. And bless his, him and his travels that he will be safe. And bless his family and protect them with your angels. And amplify his time and um, bless it that everything that he does in his travels and with his time and toward the election fraud, that it will be used for your glory and that it will be used to bring forth what you would have for us and bless him and his marriage with Jennifer Mack that they will grow together in your light in your glory and again Heavenly Father we thank you so much for Juan's words um, about how each relationship is a step toward world peace and healing our war world we thank you that he gives out these messages and please give him the wisdom and the knowledge of things to continue to share in and um, we thank you so much for him and in the name of jesus christ amen 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 okay one more and then i'll wrap it up come on more another prayer warrior yeah i i can pray go ahead all the way from sweden father god <laughs> yes we thank you that for this uh wonderful uh time we have had with john 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 hello one 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry he is such a precious uh gift father god from you we are so grateful that we have him in our midst here. And uh, we pray for him that you will always bless him. You will always protect him. And your angels will watch over him and his marriage and their lives that will come, Father God, that you will bless them in abundantly way, Father God. And uh, we are so thankful once again. We can, I mean, everything, his wisdom, everything, just Father, do more in his life. We need this kind of man, Father God, to reveal the truth around us, Father. So, Father, have him speak everywhere so the truth can come out into this world, Father God. That is your will. 
And we thank you, thank you, thank you that we are all blessed here, that we are saved. We know Jesus Christ. And uh, this is so wonderful, Father, this ministry. Oh, we are so, so, so blessed, Father God. And uh, so we just bless this man and uh, thank you, in everything, everywhere he goes, everywhere he talks, you will be there, Holy Spirit, to guide him and lead him forward in this movement of God. You will use this man in a beautiful way, Father. You, we praise you. We praise you in the mighty name above all other names, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And Lord, I just uh, say thank you so much yeah. for uh, what this man's done and his battle, Lord. And uh, we just know that you're with him. And Lord, we just uh, and, and we just uh, thank you. We, we praise you with these songs about this is how I fight my battles or in our weapon is a melody. I just pray that Juan's able to just soak in and be have joy uh, and the peace of God that transcends all understanding you talk about in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 just comes across him. You, as Acts 3.20 talks about this, the times of refreshing. I pray that, this, pray that just comes over Juan right now and that he is just completely refreshed as he wakes up in the morning with a great joy of the Lord. And you amplify his time and his effectiveness um, to where he, you put him in the right places at the right time. And Lord, as everybody's per, uh, discussed here, that he has this hedge of protection around him. Um, around not only him, but his family, his extended family, his team, his extended team, Lord, and that we see true justice and restoration coming back to this country and to the world, Lord. And we call in the name of Jesus, the name above all names, and by the blood that he shed, by that power and authority, we call this cabal down in all seven mountains, and we call the remnant in, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we cannot wait to celebrate with Juan in the future and when we have a restored United States, a united United States, united families that are united in truth about who you are and what's going on in this world, Lord. And that unification comes across the world as truth is restored back to the media, back to all parts of the society, and back into our elections where we have true elections worldwide versus selections. We love you, Lord. Thank you for this man. Use him even in a bigger way than he can ask or imagine. We love you, Lord, and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And Juan, thank we you, are folks. So thrilled to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. Yep. And uh, by the way, when you're praying your extended prayer, you can pray for my uh, chief of staff, who's uh, had some medical issues here over the last uh, month, and he's on the mend, thankfully. Uh, beautiful. Uh, uh, servant of Christ and uh, had uh, we'll complications from an earlier surgery, a vet, uh, actually one of the very first people to get into Iraq and go for uh, uh, two. Um, wow. And uh, just a, a fantastic history. Uh, he's one of us. Um, mm -hmm. Had a kind of a surprise thing that happened and he's uh, he's on the mend and I'm very thankful for him, but that uh, he'll be fully 100%. I need him every day. and. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely missing him while he's been uh, at uh, less than 100 percent. But uh, that he'll get back quickly, and uh, um, you know, uh, he's somebody that all of us uh, is, isn't known 
but he's somebody that without his presence in this whole thing over the last many years, the fight would be vastly different than it is today. So one of those unnamed heroes, we have lots of them. He's a critical one to me. And uh, so rapid healing, total healing, a thousand percent. I love you all. I appreciate that uh, you gave me a chance to speak with you and uh, look forward to hearing good report that uh, you've all had a encounter with uh, your creator that's personal and uh, made the difference. Awesome. Thank you so much, Juan. Thank you. Thank you. Right, Thank you. Sun Love you, Juan. Bye to Juan. All right. God bless. Thank you, Juan. Good all bless. Yeah. All right. God bless. God bless. And we're right, gonna stay, yeah, we're gonna stay on for about another hour or so. We probably won't go backstage after that just because of the time that we're starting this so late. But just wanted to, to let you guys know you're invited to just put everything away for the next hour and just worship him. We've got four new videos uh, of, of songs and lyrics uh, and scriptures that just uh, was released today um, from our videographer. I think they're really sound, uh, I think, uh, Think songs that you guys would love, Shout to the Lord, uh, Surrounded, or Fight My Battles, as well as Our God, and even uh, Nothing Else. Uh, just four beautiful songs to add to our repertoire of uh, almost 20 songs now that we're just going to worship Him as we, uh, as we uh, just do what we call praise and prayer. I invite anybody that is back, that, that's front stage right now, that's on Rumble, that's on Facebook, that's on Clout Hub, that's on all these other platforms, I mean, you can come backstage with us right now or at a future time for absolutely free. This is a brand new thing we've done. Backstage used to, uh, for, for five years, was our main one of our main sources of funding. We've now moved to a pay-forward model where it's absolutely free for everybody. So uh, you can just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com, go to the backstage tab. Or go to blessedteach.com slash backstage, right? Just, so just go to the backstage from the, our website, Bless with the number two teach.com. We'd love to have you back here at a future time. It's a time to share what God's doing in our life. Time to, if you need to repent, repent. If you just want to just talk about uh, a praise report. And most importantly, if you have prayer requests, we want to hear them and we want to pray for you with these great uh, uh, Christian patriots that are just prayer warriors back here. And uh, with that, we are going to move into one of these four new songs. The first one we're going to just pray pray about uh, and anybody that would like to read let me know I'll start with this first one which is shout to the Lord and if you look at this song again we pick songs that are just heavy with scripture here shout to the Lord all the earth let us sing Psalm 47 1 says clap your hands all peoples shout to God with loud song of joy the second lyric here is that says prevalent in the song is mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. Right from Psalm 66, 4, where it says, All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. And Philippians 2.10 says, So that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. It talks about my comfort, my shelter. Psalm 91.1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. It talks about tower of refuge and strength as well in the song. And you can see here in Psalm 61, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. And with that, we are just going to sing and worship to this 
beautiful song called Shout to the Lord. Yes.
how beautiful we're going to get into another song here and then we're going to get some praise reports or if you want anything that you want to share anything just come backstage we'd love to just have you share publicly um this is this is how i fight my battles so weapons are praise and thanksgiving this reminds me of two chronicles where literally he pointed those who were to sing to the lord and praise him in holy attire and they went before the army and when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah. So they were routed. They actually fought each other. They all helped to destroy one another. Wow. That's just from praising and worshiping and putting the band in front of the army. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Two Kings talks about, do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. This is what Elijah prayed so that the person his servant would see. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. How cool is that? Let's talk to also, there, there's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my enemies, right out of Psalm 23, five. You prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then it's your body and blood you shed for me. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, right out of communion, right? This is my body, which is given for you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Let's worship to this beautiful song called Surrounded or Fight My Battles.
beautiful songs. And we're going to now just get into a little bit of praise reports or whatever anybody would like to share backstage. If you want to join backstage, by the way, it's completely free now. It used to be 150 bucks a year or, or, or 20 bucks a month. It's like now absolutely free as we move to a ministry model completely. Free show notes, free show, free neighborhood, Facebook replacement, and a free backstage now. That's the first time ever. So take advantage of it. Just go to blessedteach.com, come backstage. I think Katie has a, a praise report. Uh, would you like to share, Katie? Okay. So sometimes when I'm driving, um, I, I like to, to pray while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've been kind of concerned about, um, like, sometimes God heals one person and he doesn't heal somebody else. Or he doesn't heal you in the way that you think that he should. And so I was talking to God today and I said, well, I prayed for my brother that his foot would be healed, but then he lost his toe. (laughs) And I prayed for my husband that his foot would be healed. And he didn't lose his foot or a toe, but he had to have surgery. And you know what? What is the difference? Is there some other way that you want me to pray that more people can be healed? And God told me the most amazing thing. He said that if he had healed my brother's foot the way that I wanted him to be healed, he wouldn't have been able to foster this child that he took in that was from an abusive family. And if he, and if he had healed my husband's foot the way I wanted him to heal it, that he wouldn't have had the opportunity to heal me. <laughs> that I needed to be healed as well. And that he healed them both for his glory and his glory will shine forth in the end. And that I just need to have faith in what he has planned to take care of all of these things. And that nothing, no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. So just keep my faith. And I was just so amazed that God was willing to tell me those answers. So I just praise God today for that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, Katie. It's just it's beautiful how the Lord will answer us. So that's one thing that's amazing, right? That you you felt the answer there, right? Um, as as you just ask, you can call, you can talk to God that way. The way Katie just did is just just ask Him the, the questions that you have. You often get answers in a different way than you expect, maybe even. And uh, you know, so we're we're here right now to basically uh, have, allow anybody to share. Anybody that's even on Facebook right now, or they're on Rumble. I put the link in the chat. You can actually go and be right in backstage here and share if you would like. But uh, go ahead, Linda. Um, one thing. Um, like God told me that He's gonna start bringing things um through well tonight my son told me mom i asked something told me to get on supper i went back to him like i just got like you yes the, i told my son that was god you heard mm-hmm. so little by little baby that's the base they are coming yeah you've been praying for your family for a lot of a lot of time so and also, my daughter still, um, her knee, the left knee is, uh, she injured it their day. And 
I told they can't. We told her not to go where she still did, and the person. Oh, we're going. We still want her to go down there. I'm thinking. I I told him I was praying for her. I hand over to God. The I'm praying. I don't know. I feel like I was. I'm like. Held back and, and I then God then God told me, uh, Linda, maybe you're you're ministering to them in a way you didn't know it. I told them I I've been praying for them. Yeah. Keep ministering. And I don't trust. I don't trust the I don't trust the hospitals here until God bring till we have true. Um, doctor nurses that God went out there. I don't trust them. Health care versus sick care, right? We talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, we talk about... I don't trust them either, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> That's how cool. I put my thought in the God's hands yeah. for me. It's been really fun to see Linda grow in her prayer life and just becoming an intercessor for her family and many <clears throat> others as well. That's this beautiful story. So we thank you, Linda, for sharing. So if you want to share as well, you can come here. If you have a prayer request, type it in. Uh, Shuri says, please pray for my son so we'll, for salvation. So uh, we'll do that and then we'll move to some more praise. Um, and, uh, this, and, and so I was uh, going to ask, uh, uh, let's see, Pat, Pam, would you mind just praying for Shuri, S-U-R-Y? Um, please pray for my son's salvation. Lord, Father, we come to you and we thank you and we praise you. Lord, we ask you know what's going on with Suri's son. We ask you to send your um, angels around him to um, minister to him, to point out you to him. Um, even maybe some of his friends or associates maybe bring you into conversations ask you lord to continue to keep your word and your fellowship around him and lead him on his own to to you and his relationship that he can start with you and i'm asking lord in the name of jesus to bring your holy spirit and pour it on him when he's ready I'm asking this in your sweet holy name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. That's beautiful. And hey, Pam, while you're while you're there, would you would you mind trying to read this one? This a new song again. This this one's our God. And so here's here's this. Let's worship to our God and what scriptures are there? Pam will read. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 135.5. Sorry, our God is greater. I can't read that so well because it's like a blank. Yeah, it's stronger. It's higher than any other. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> also, Psalm 139.4-5. through 5, God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Oops, how did I get? I, where's the words? <laughs> okay, thank you. If our God is for us, then who can 
ever step, stop us? What can stand against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Water you turned to wine, open the eyes of the blind. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. John 10:38. There's no one like you, none like you. None, there is none like you among the gods, O Lord nor are there any works like yours psalm 86 8. awesome so this is another new video we just created about worshiping our god
For I know the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with our God? Wow. What a beautiful one. So Lord is, if you wouldn't mind unmuting for this, this is nothing else. I just want you... I, the first line is kind of a... Nothing a, else. Jesus, nothing up. else will okay. do. <laughs> okay. Nothing else will do. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. First John 4, 18 through 19. Then Jesus said, If anyone could come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 16, 24. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Mm -hmm. All his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Deuteronomy 33, 3. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3, 3. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Deuteronomy 6.5 Beautiful. This is one of the sweetest songs of just dwelling on nothing else but Jesus. Let's worship now. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh for blessings Jesus you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do I just want you I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda, I'm sorry When I forgot you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here 
song hum and now we're going to move into some prayer requests we have a several prayer requests that are in um, rumble and so those on rumble i know there's quite a few people there if you want to just chat something just go to join chat from not a minute people on rumble do that but i think you'll really enjoy also you can come backstage here anytime you'd like as well that free link um I'd love to have more of you back here as we go forward every Monday and Thursday night for praise and prayer. But I was going to ask um, 
uh, Gus, I, I, maybe you, I'll ask you the first one is, is, is uh, to pray for Paula. So I did hear from her today where Bruce is in the hospital. It says, I, res- I uh, resent an email with the, um, oh darn it, I, I, I copied the wrong one. <laughs> she, had, she had a very specific prayer request. So I'm gonna get back to that in a second. In the meantime, while I get that right one up, um, Gus, maybe you could just lift this one up. It says, this is from Jayhe, J-Y-H-E for you uh, on Rumble. Please pray for my pastor friend, Roy, who is now in a very critical health condition in the hospital for two months now. God healing and miracle on him. He is in Washington State. So Washington State, Roy. Do you mind lift that and up? And it was a healing miracle, you said? I, I missed that last part. Yeah, it's in the hospital for two months now. Critical. It's a pastor friend, Roy, and Washington State Hospital for two months. God healing miracle on him. Okay. Abba, Father, first of all, we thank you that you empower us to pray these prayers, Lord. We thank you so much that people humbly come. You tell us to pray for one another that we may be healed, Lord. And Roy is a pastor in the in your in your body, Lord. I know you're no respective person, but you love us all the same, Lord. We just pray for a healing miracle for Pastor Roy, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just flood him, flood him from his up from his belly, and let his cup overflow and just cleanse him out, Lord, of anything, any demonic forces that would cause this sickness lord we pray that he would be cleaned out by the blood of jesus christ and by the oil of your holy spirit lord that we would hear back a report lord that he suddenly suddenly came out of the hospital and his sickness was healed lord and we we ask all this in jesus name may you receive all the glory lord may this be that your works would be made manifest lord we pray in jesus name amen all right thank you so much annette there's another one says my jesus is lord three is from rumble saying um a three-year-old penny needs god's healing hand so would you pray for that annette please I'm sorry, can you repeat that again, please? Yeah, so it's uh, a three-year-old Penny needs Penny. God's healing hand. So this is somebody from Rumble is asking for that. Three years old, Penny. okay. Name's Penny, yeah. Penny, Penny, yes. Oh, Father, this little Penny, three years old, Father, you know his life and you know what's going on in his little body. So we lift him up to you because Jesus, you love the children. They are yours. You died for them on the cross. Oh, Jesus, we know you are the greatest healer of all. We praise you for your blood, Jesus, for your blood. That is the only thing that can heal us because you took all our diseases at on your body and we love you for that Jesus and we lift up this little boy Penny to you God Father you are the creator you can put everything together in this little body Father that you love love so much love so much 
that Jesus had to die for this little boy and he will live. He will live after these three months or it was two months. Uh, he will be healed because in Jesus he is already cured. He is cured and whatever is blocking in his little body that will be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. We are here to lift him up to you, Father God. He will be healed. He will live. He will have many, many years, Father, with you, and he will get to know Jesus. He will love Jesus. He will follow Jesus. You will direct his steps, Father God with your spirit. So we ask you, Father God, put that spirit back in his body so he will have life in his body. Life. Put life in his body, Father God. This little three-year-old boy, we praise you that we know you. We know Jesus. And that is why we are here all because of Jesus. We praise you, Jesus, for your precious name and for your precious, precious power that you will give this little boy with your mighty Holy Spirit. He will rise again after these months in hospital. You will protect him and bless him in an abundantly way and you will bless his parents you will lead them and guide them father god you Thank will you. comfort them and you will comfort this little boy you will send angels to him so he will be comforted with your love father god peace in the mighty name of jesus amen 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 thank you so much Hey, Linda, I don't know if you mind praying. Uh, so we have Paula, who's backstage here quite a bit. Um, but Bruce, her husband's in the hospital. And he's, sure. on, a, he's on a respirator and uh, has an infection in his a, lungs. Go ahead. Your Father, Jesus' name, um, thank you for our brother in Christ. Um, help our brother in Christ. I command, devil, get your hands off him right now. I command, in Jesus' name, you got no right touching God's child. Get your filthy right hand off him. I command this in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Um, another thing God reminded me of, my husband told me the other day, this lady at his work, my husband's work, her husband's also, I think, having heart troubles. I, God asked me that, the, well, my husband told me this the other day, just for God, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. You want to pray? His you, name. You, you want to pray for that, or do you want me to pray for that? Sure. Yeah. I'll I'll try my best. Father, you guys, you know the the Cheryl, um, her husband, um, the ones had, I think, heart trouble. Saying, my husband said their day, I command that her husband is healed, and whatever troubles he has, the fire, you know, that this man. I'm Cheryl, I'm like, sorry for it. This man is your child, and Cheryl is, is your daughter that has been helping us through Christmas time this year, no, mm -hmm. last year, mm -hmm. at 2024. She has helped us through our rough times. She supplies us food and everything, Father. You know what I'm talking about. Through Christmas and 
excuse me, in 2022, I command that her husband is killed. I know you let you asked her to help us out. Now my my turn. Well, it's time to turn anyway, turn fair back to heal your child. I command and sink your hand off that man and your child. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 I love it to see Linda's uh, <laughs> intercessory prayers inside that hat that says "Glory days, not gloomy days" from Manny Johnson. Who <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I love it. We're going to continue to praise here. If you have a prayer request, make sure you get it in. Um, and we're just going to pray a couple more songs. We'll get to, is it Stark Kevin? Uh, I think it is. We'll pray for Danny Francis. We'll get to that here next. Um, we're just going to just just lift this up a little bit. This is one of my favorite songs, Grave to Garden. Mm-hmm. Guys, can you read this or Too Hard in the Dark there? Yeah. I'll give it a try. Okay. I'll try and if I can't somebody else can get it Lord there is nothing better than you (laughs) you're the only one who can that may know that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God that's Exodus 8.18 I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord it's Philippians three and eight second verse we've got here to highlight is you turn mountains you turn mourning into dancing you give beauty for ashes you have oops i lost rick i didn't have your pen yeah oh it's okay so please mute if you're backstage please mute when somebody's reading and so now you probably have it back because i'm talking right Turn morning after you turn morning to dancing, you give beauty for ashes. You what's that second word there? You give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for morning. <laughs> yes, that is Psalm thirty eleven. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy. That's Isaiah sixty one three that you just read. The mm-hmm. third verse. <clears throat> You turn butte, you turn bones, bones into armies. So I prophesied, and behold, a rattling and bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they were, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. That's Ezekiel twenty-seven, seven through eighteen. Mm-hmm. And finally, you turn seas into highways. Love that one. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. And of course, that's Exodus 14, 21, and 22. Wow, great, great job, job on the, on your mobile phone. <laughs>
two hours later than normal because of the storm that knocked me out as well as let's letting Juan just kind of get, just get all his thoughts out um, but we have a we have a prayer request from Rumble as well as Facebook and I wanted to pray for Lois and blow the shofar so we'll we'll kind of wrap her up here but wanted to to hit these here so so Penny Penny I just uh, found was a was the three-year-old was actually a girl but it was a beautiful prayer so we just pray for her. Um, thank you so much for that update there. Um, I wanted to 
so so we have a couple more here and I know Annette if you wouldn't mind taking this first one and then we'll see if anybody else wants to pray backstage and there's some people that don't have their cameras on if you want to pray but we have this uh, Stark uh, Star Kevin something like that from uh, Rumble do you see that one it says pray for my father Danny Francis he's having heart surgery in the morning at 7 a.m. so please pray for Danny Francis having heart surgery at 7 a.m. and uh, you're muted uh, uh, you're muted uh, sorry about that I'm sorry I'm sorry I Go heard ahead. everything Go ahead. thank you I'm sorry yes uh, Father God oh we thank you again that we can lift up this star Kenny you know what's going on in his heart and you have created this heart for you father and we ask you, Father, that you will fill his heart with healing power from your Holy Spirit, through your Holy Spirit. Let your Holy Spirit just flow through this beautiful heart, Father God, that you have created. There is something why he needs an operation. But we ask you, Father, that you will have, you will take hold of these doctors hands and they will do a marvelous job they will have your direction father in their mind you will bless these doctors they will be awake and i mean they will be uh very well uh, know what they do and they will um be well-minded clear in their mind you will clear their minds and you will uh, guide them, lead them through your Holy Spirit so that they will do a miraculous way, Father, because we pray for this now. And we know that you hear our prayers. When we pray, two or three are gathered together. You know, we know that you hear us because because of Jesus, because of Jesus died on the cross for this Danny Star Kenny, Father. So we, we thank you that you will do whatever needs to be done to heal his heart, Father. We lift up him to you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We praise you for your blood because it is all because of your blood. We can do nothing but you can direct the doctors tomorrow morning seven o'clock father god we ask you to be there and guide these doctors and heal this man he will live you will blow in life in his heart because there comes life from the heart comes life your life father god so we ask you that you will blow in your in his heart life he will Thanks. live he will have abundant life, Father God. We ask you for this. We know you love this man. Bless him. Save him. Let him know Jesus. Let him know Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, that's awesome. So we have uh, um, Katie, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, thank you so much, Annette. Now, all, wait, prayers, wait, prayers all the way from, from, from uh, Sweden. So, uh, Katie, if you wouldn't mind, Matthew Keller, please pray for me to get better and that the weather passes by 
There may end that possibility of storm. It's supposed to be tornadoes. It just started raining not long ago and there's supposed to be a tornado watch. So again, time for, for, for him to get better. Matthew Keller. You mind lifting him up? Sure. Oh, hey, Father, we lift up your son, Matthew Keller. And we know that you love him so much. For you said in your word that we are your children and that you knew us before we were knitted together in the womb. And mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, you know Matthew from from before he was knitted together in the womb. And we ask you, Father, that you will lift down or send down your hand and you will heal Matthew from his head to his soul, that he will be well and that he will live an abundant, beautiful life to give glory to your name. And everyone that he meets, he'll be able to say, God healed my body so that I could walk and not be weary and I could run and not be weary and that I could do all the things that God has for me to do. And Heavenly Father, we pray that the storms that are brewing in this country right now, the tornado warnings, that you will calm the storm, that you will send your presence, and that you will protect us from these horrible storms that are coming, that you will calm the wind. Heavenly Father, we know that you love us and that you will protect us for you said in your word that we won't even stub our toe on a rock (laughs) so heavenly father we praise you and we thank you for all these things in the name of our beautiful lovely savior jesus christ amen amen Amen. thank you so much there katie and uh, we got uh i think this star kevin um also has another one he's uh, from rumble pray for my brother Javon Kevine, lost in Phoenix, Arizona, and addicted to drugs. Haven't seen him in two years. Wow. Okay, I'll lift that one up there. Unless there's somebody backstage that wants to do that, or I don't know if Linda, you wanted, were asking to pray, or you wanted to. Um, wait, real quick. Um, my daughter told me it's from Texas. Um, this is a star. It's from Texas. I don't know if you can see it, Rick. Yeah. Well, yeah. That. It's my daughter's phone. Tornadoes, um, tornadoes, severe weather hit Texas, LA, and right, Megan. Yeah, yeah, because that was the one that knocked out my internet <laughs> when Juan was live. I, I was praying that the uh, tornadoes would just that. leave us alone. So, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it brought my internet back, and it held for all this time. So, we're Amen. we're calling yeah. the storm to be quiet and not take our internet down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lift up right now um, uh, all all this stuff, the Texas tornadoes, as well as uh, what Star Kevine has asked for. Hope I'm pronouncing that right for Javon. And how many brother? We just right now lift up Javon. Lord, he hasn't seen him in two years, Lord, and um, drugs and all kinds of things involved here potentially. So we're just asking for a massive miracle, Lord, by Your hand. And we actually are going to call that in by the name above all names, Jesus, and his shed blood. And by that power of that blood and the power of the name above all names, we call Kevin home as a prodigal. Just come home. 
that he comes to know you like never before, Lord. You release anything around him that's uh, that spiritual, that's not that any spirit, that's not of the Holy Spirit, Lord. It's removed from him right now. And the Holy Spirit will come across uh, um, Javon right now, Lord, and that you will release him from any addiction whatsoever by the power of Jesus' name. And that he'll come to understand who you are. Maybe he already has, Lord. But he gets restored with his family as he comes back to you and he understands the miracle that happened tonight. Lord, I pray he can point to this day, March 2nd, where you touched him. You healed him from this from any addictions. And you called him to you, Lord, to come to you. Thank you. Thank you for Javon. Thank you for his safety. And thank you for him coming back to his family. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We also pray down these storms. They'll only be used for your purposes to take out deep state operative areas. And you will protect all those that love you, Lord. Your Goshen. And just like you protect protected all of Israel when they are in Goshen. Lord, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, name above all names, that as all these storms and all the earth shakes, that people will be moved back to hold on to the kingdom that cannot be shaken. And you'll protect everyone who's doing that. Everyone who's in your Goshen, Lord. Everyone who loves you, your remnant, protect them. Allow them to be used in a mighty way despite all the shaking. We cannot wait to see what you do with that, Lord. Lord, we're gonna, we're gonna blow our shofars as well here as we pray for a few more people. We pray for Lois right now. And Lois is, loves this, so she would miss these uh, if it wasn't for a uh, reason that I'm hoping it's not her health because she's still weak, having to take care of Bill. Um, they just got out of the hospital, both of them, Lord. We just lift up Lois and we lift up Bill right now. By the mighty name of Jesus, we ask for this healing, restoration power to come across their bodies by the name of Jesus. And that we plead the blood of Jesus over their whole household. That only health will come in there. That any spirit that's not of the Holy Spirit gets removed by the mighty name of Jesus in that household. And that Macy's will come back healthy. They'll be able to have Seder dinner with us in better health than they felt, felt for 10 years, Lord. We deny the timeline of the enemy. We deny what the enemy's trying to do in that household. And we bring on full strength to Lois, full strength to Bill. And yes. use them in a mighty way, Lord. We cannot wait to see them, Lord. And we call down this cabal in all seven mountains of cultural influence. We call down Klaus Schwab. We call down Noah Harari, the supposed prophet, who's a false prophet, Lord. We call down George Soros. And we call down all the operatives across the world, including Trudeau and including Macron and all these globalists that have been selected and not elected. We call out on all the mayors in the United States that have not been elected, all the governors that have not been elected. We call down Gavin Newsom. We call down Hutchell. We call down Whitmer out of Michigan. We call them down, Lord, and exposed for their selection and not election. We call down Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and all the globalists that are against us, Lord. May they be exposed completely. Well, whistleblowers call them out. For the January 6th truth comes out. When, Lord, we pray for the children to be rescued and the soldiers to find them that are doing operations against this deep state everywhere and finding these children rescuing them, Lord. We thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. And we call down the media that is part of the propaganda machine of protecting these pedophiles. We call them exposed completely. We call CNN to go bankrupt and never open its doors again. Lord, we call for every anchor anybody in the news media that tries to speak 4 a.m. talking points their tongue will be tied or they'll be exposed and removed from their positions and we usher in new 
uh, anchors, new journalists that love you and are going to speak truth. We speak truth to the airways across all the nations, Lord, and we thank you for that. And right now we blow our shofars for asking, uh, Lord, for the Lion of Judah to come in justice. And also, Lord, we also call in angels of all ranks and divisions to make all these prayers we prayed for. I come into agreement with all these praise prayers tonight, Lord. We love you so much. We thank yes. you so much for this platform. And we cannot wait to see all this come to fruition. We call this all down in the mighty name of Jesus. And uh, amen. So if anybody has a shofar or any noise blower, you're welcome to, to do that in the spirit, in your quiet, your home, even if you're watching the recording. Just uh, have a noise blower of some sort. Um, right now, I'm just going to change the setting so that it doesn't take out the sound of the shofar, and we'll blow the shofar. God for what he's going to be doing as these prayers are answered. Um, we thank you guys for joining us here on Praise and Prayer. We do this every Monday and Thursday. We're going to go as long as we need to to get through the praise reports, what God wants you to share on this backstage platform. What Lindsay the back Jackson adds, yes, at Southern Hey, please mute um, if you're not. Uh, uh, please, please mute backstage. But yeah, we invite you guys backstage here to... Um, Join us anytime. It's free now, absolutely free. So this is a platform that's been a main revenue generator. We decided God moved on our hearts. We want this to be complete ministry. It's completely free. There's a pay forward model there if you feel led. But again, we want the biggest thing we want is people to come backstage and experience a bunch of prayer warriors and the unity that we have and being with other great Christian patriots. So if you want uh, access to search sheets, got access to all our recordings, got access to the to to to, to search prophecies, it's got all the stuff we have for backstage including being back here at praise and prayer every mondays and thursdays and word and worship on fridays and uh, we might be going to a sunday morning just praise and prayer as well periodically when when i'm not traveling so um, a lot going on here we'd love to have you just part of this so come to again there's a link down below if you go look at it or just go to blessedteach.com blessed number two teach.com um, slash backstage or just hit the backstage tab when you're on the website. By the way, when you go to blessedteach.com, that's where you get the free, obviously get the free show, and plus the recording of the show, you get the free um, show notes, which all the links that I've shown, that I showed on the show today, you get those. You get free Neighborhood, which is a Facebook replacement platform, which almost 3,000 of us there now. That's where the backstages are very active. And uh, then fourthly, now you get backstage for free as well. So everything's completely free. We'd love to have you as part of this ministry. Join us there. And with that, guys, we're just uh, thankful for everyone that's uh, here. We're, we can't, and we're gonna we're gonna end with just one song before we just close it down. Um, just because it's so late, what the heck? Um, this is holy as the Lord. And we'll go we'll go with raise we'll go with raise a hallelujah since uh, that's a favorite of many people. Um, yeah. 
So I'll read this real quick. It's like uh, th what's awesome about this is how what hallelujah actually means. When we say raise a hallelujah, what's that mean? Well, the, the, it's a compound word, hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise in song. And Yah refers to Yahweh, which is God, right? So we put it together. You have, we joyfully praise God in song. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. That's Psalm 95.1. You see, the second major lyric that we focus on here is in the presence of our enemies. And that's right by Psalm 23.5, where it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. How beautiful. And you have the third thing is our weapon is a melody. We talked about this earlier in Fight My Battles. But in 2 Chronicles, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. The praise band was before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against them who had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. And then it ends with, heaven comes to fight for me. You shall not fear, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Can you imagine that? The Lord your God fighting for you. That's what happens. That's why we raise a hallelujah. So if you're going through anything, don't let anything stop you from just raising your hallelujah. A hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the
beautiful wow guys that was yeah. that was a very long night <laughs> didn't mean to go that yeah. long at all um but boy it's we, the record yeah that's right it's we a, said we said a, a perfect song for you because yeah. you're gonna sing in the middle of the storm yeah, that's right I've been, I've been in the middle of the storm all night here <laughs> so thank goodness the internet held after it knocked us out the first time but we love yeah. you guys hang with that i pray for you twice too yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how it stayed on. Good, good. I just yeah. I uh, I know my wife was going to the tornado sh shelter with the dogs, and uh, I said mm. I'm gonna pray this around, and and I'm gonna pray for the internet connection, and we're gonna go live with, we're gonna go back live with Juan and connect it back into the Zoom, and we're gonna <laughs> do praise and prayer, and sure enough, it happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. All right, we love you guys so Beautiful. much. Hey, with that, if you wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye to everybody, and we'll close here. God bless you guys. Everybody. Bye, y'all. God bless. God bless. Love you all. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye. See ya. Good night. Love you guys. Good night. Good night. Good seeing you. Bye. All right. Yeah. Bye, bye. Talk to y'all better. All right. Love you guys. Bye, bye. Yep. Bye.